Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Uh, Neil, you were you were recently over at the Dignity Kitchen for a thank you lunch. Mm. Uh, the Dignity Kitchen is a Hucker Center style restaurant run by people and also for people with special needs. It's a social enterprise and comprises the Dignity Kitchen Singapore and Dignity Kitchen in Hong Kong. Yeah. Workers with special needs are trained and qualified to work in the kitchen, a kind of a coffee shop with great food, etc. And let's bring on now the executive director and founder of Dignity Kitchen, Ko Seng Chun. Welcome to the show today. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, and my thanks friend. thanks for having invited me to your program. Uh, absolutely. I'm a listener, by the way. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much, Seng Chun. And yeah. Well, let's get into it. Just give us, well, how did it come about? What was the inspiration for Dignity Kitchen? How did you set it up? Okay. I started Dignity Kitchen in actually 2006. Hmm. Or to be truthful, it's actually 1994. <laughs> I live in UK for many years. Actually, my background in UK is quite unique. I'm a foundryman. Okay. So basically, in 1994, I decided to come back, return to Singapore. And I realized in Singapore, you don't see beggars, you don't see homeless people, you don't see disabled people in shopping center, yep. and you don't see stray dogs. So if you go to Jakarta, Malaysia, whatever it is, you see. And that's the start of the journey. I went to look out and find the answer, that's all. And when I find the answer, I realized there is another part of Singapore that people don't see or people don't want to see. And that's how I started this. So I did Fantastic. something called Dignity Day. Once, one day a month, I go and do something good. I work with elderly at the Void Tech. I brought them out. Then I work with prisoners in Yellow River. In, then at 2006, I decided I can do more. You know, I can do, I can do more. I can, I can help people. And that's I started by 07, I look for people. Right. 08, I look for place. 09, I look for money. And I realized going around Singapore government agency, it doesn't help because... It's not their fault because social enterprise is something very new. If you look at 2006, you are in the money business, right? At 2006, who knows what is a social enterprise? Mm. The only thing that people know is Grameen Bank, you know, Muhammad Yunus. Mm. So I decided that I want to set up a commercial entity with a social vision. And the idea comes with four basic ideas. First, I want to scale them. You see, giving people money is not the answer. Mm. I told Neil the other day, you must scale them. Yep. You give them a skill. Yep. And cooking is a skill. Teach, teach them how to fish. You, teach them how to fish. Don't just give them fish, yeah, right? Yeah, that's is, right. That's is right. the thing. Oh, that's so a fantastic is, story. We really, uh, yeah, really, yeah. really impressive. But the thing is, mm. Yeah, but the thing is, nobody ever tried to build a school for hawkers. You see, at that time, I didn't know, I didn't know hawker can be a UNESCO, right? Mm. So I decided that if I want to help them, I must build the most important part of our society, hawkers. So you spent two years writing copy all, copy C, copy cow, copy code. The entire hawker trade. It took 22 subjects. Then yep. I get the government of WTA to approve it. So mm. you're looking at the only hawker trading program in Singapore wow. or in the world for that matter. Uh, Sing Chun, if I can just jump in real quick. I, I'm, I'm dying to know how many folks are actually benefiting from this. How many perhaps are, are you currently <laughs> working with or have you worked with over the years? How many folks have come in with special needs and, and really okay. gained a skill and gained some, uh, you know, gained a, a, a living from this? Yeah, we actually skill these people, train them, get them job, and then integrate back to society. Uh, as of what, 12 years now? 12, 13 years of doing this? Just the training of people. We have done over 3,000 over in Singapore alone. Wow. Right. We are we get that job. 
and come on, they're not fancy job. They're just chopping vegetable in the garden. You know, sure. the, they serve the people. Uh, we also do something quite unique. Every day we go around Singapore and we bring old, old people from the nursing home for lunch free of charge. Ah. So when Neil was down here, you see a lot of old people, right? We bring them here for lunch. Why? Because if you ever go to a nursing home, ask them what do they want. They want to get out. Yeah, of course. So basically, a bus right. became up for October 10 to 2020. We've done over 300,000. <laughs> the third thing we do quite well is meal boxes. Every day we give meal boxes out to people. Yeah, right, both in Singapore and Hong Kong. Uh, okay, I must explain. I must qualify this. I'm not giving people to our needy people. I give to the working poor. Sure. There are people who clear the toilet, clear the garbage, and all this dirty work in Hong Kong is doing cardboard boxes. I told them. I can't give you money. Yeah. I give you one thing: dinner every night. Yep. And every night, I must have done a million meal boxes by now. Oh my god! Every morning, I also keep out. So let so me just clarify that. So you've trained more than three thousand people with special needs, given them jobs, given them their dignity. You've given more than three hundred thousand. I think you said three hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, Elderly for lunch free of charge. Bring the elderly to your hawker centre free of charge. You've probably given out more than a million meal boxes to the needy oh, and yes. the working poor. How do you have any money left? Yeah, how do you pay for this? Where, for where does the money part. come from? No, 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 no. I, to be honest, the clever part is that we have sponsorship. Yep. When I first started, I chip in my money. But you see, the reality of people is that they like to see, and then they will help you. So who, who are your big call. donors? Who are your big benefactors? That anybody you want to give a shout oh, out we to? We have a lot. We have, okay, starting is all my money. I lost about at that time. I lost about a thousand dollar a day. Wow! Of I, I lost a thousand. I, wow. I, I remortgaged my office. I took out half a million dollar loan. I kept going for the first five years. Eventually, at third fourth year, I break even, because people, people is like you know what people are like. They will not give you money, uh, uh, blank. They like to see you doing something. Mm. So basically, what we do, like our, our trainees, uh, now my trainees are sponsored by uh, various organizations, various individuals. By the way, one mailbox is four dollars. Come on, don't tell me anybody cannot buy a mailbox. Wow. Right. So basically, it's about showing people what you do, and people got sponsorship. But don't forget, this is actually revenue generating. This is three point nine million dollar business last year. Wow! And it's profitable over the last three years. Now, why? First of all, we sell food. Come on, guys, you come and eat my food. I make money. You call me up. You say I want laksa. You want? You tell me up, Mister Ko. I want six laksa. I do delivery by wheelchair. Then the third thing I do is organize event. I get corporate CSR events. You know, every company now has to do CSR. Mm. So there's corporate event. By the way, my site is used as a okay for those prisoners who are not married yet. My site is actually a wedding site. You will never forget your wedding because you can drive your 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 wedding car right into the hawker center. And imagine, <laughs> you know, I tell you, hawker is you, the wedding is buffet is not by tray, buffet is by hawker stall. And you know, when you go to a Chinese wedding, everybody look at each other. This one, I let you do the solemnization. The wedding is uh, all inside a hawker center. Sen, so we are creative. Sang Chun, you are a character. We I love you. Are more. amazing. I told you, right? I told Glenn. I said we've got to get this guy on the show. Neil's like, you are never going to believe this guy. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> he's a businessman. He's a social entrepreneur, an enterprise guru. Uh, and just if you're just joining us, we are talking animatedly with Ko Seng Chun, the executive director and founder. <laughs> 
of Dignity Kitchen, both in Singapore and Hong Kong, a genuinely, genuinely inspirational Singaporean who recently, I must add this, was awarded the highest accolade hmm. in the F&B industry in the world. In the world. You was part of the World 50 Best Restaurants Champion of Change wow. Award. Congratulations. Congratulations for that. Yeah, Tell us huge. what it's about Thank and how you. you won it. Okay. How did you win that sorry, one? Sorry. How did you win that? Oh, that was easy. That was, I, honestly, I didn't know. I tell, you, I tell you the joke. You didn't know? Somebody called up. I didn't know. I didn't know. What happened was they called me up. This lady called me up. They said, Mr. Cole, we want to nominate you for the World 50 Best Restaurant Champion of Change. Then she explained to me that among all the thousands of best chefs in the world, they nominate three, per- three or four percent every year. And the queue of hundreds of people that actually been nominated. So I thought it's a scam. You know, nowadays, no one is right. So I thought, okay, like, I mean, you say, whatever you say, I listen. The second football is more interesting. Mr. Cole, you've now been finalized. You are the finalist. And what happened? There's 20,000 pounds. Uh, that was the inspiration. Mm. Then, Mr. Cole, we will fly you here. I said, you got to be kidding. Where is this place? London Billingsgate. I said, okay. <laughs> and then from there on, I believe her. Then I went to the nomination, the interview. Then finally, they said, okay, you're you one of the three winners. One is because of Aluenda. The other one is Ukraine. This one is the only Singaporean to ever achieve the champion of change worldwide. By the way, it's £20,000. I'm going in for the money, not because of the state. But the money is very good. It's for yeah. us to, to, to bring more mailboxes and all that to everybody. Absolutely so brilliant. this is something that I don't think any... Not many Singaporean companies have even been nominated for the World 50. No, so I think it's quite an honor actually. Yeah, yeah. Quite fun. And it's wonderful. I, I, I tell you what, when I, I go to London, I've never tried so many good food. <laughs> and I know Scotch egg can go for 20 pounds. Yeah, they've got good food in London. It's a bit of a myth that London has no good food, but it's not as good as your food. And there's another thing I want to talk about because, Glenn, it doesn't stop there. I went to Senkang Hospital recently yeah. and I saw yeah. one of your stalls. He also has this thing called Dignity Mama Singapore. Uh-huh. Huh. Dignity Mama stalls, which help mothers with their challenged youths, their oh. challenged children, to have work and dignity. It's fabulous. Tell us a bit about that briefly. Okay. You see, my purpose is to create job. I want to create job for these people. So the most famous one is the Dignity Mama. Now, uh, Glenn, you may not, maybe you all don't understand this. When a mother gives birth to a child of disability, everybody focuses on the child. Wrong. You focus on yeah. the woman, the yeah. mother, and the caregiver. She felt that she's the one responsible. Mm. So I told myself, there's only a solution. Put them together and sell second-hand book. So it, 10 years ago, we started with the first one at Kutekwat. Hospital. Second one, NUH, in Hong Kong, is Queen Elizabeth Hospital, Chengyi MTR Station. There are about, what, 40, 50 people employed selling second-hand book. And it's a recycling operation. Come on, guys, you've got storybook at home, right? Don't throw away. Just give it to us. We clean it. If we cannot sell in Singapore, we export to Myanmar, you know, for the third world country because Singapore books are very good. Wonderful. So that's how it starts. Where can Sing- they donate the books? Project. Just briefly, where can they donate the books? Okay, there are five hospitals. Kutekwat, NUH, Ntienpong, Sengkang, Changi and Dignity Kitchen. Just drop it off. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just drop it off. We clean it and we, we sell it. Beautiful. Right. Seng Chun, I want to yes, ask you a broader question because, uh, look, Neil and I have been uh, in Singapore for, for decades now, Neil, over, over two decades, and I've been here almost uh, 20 years. And, and one thing we've noticed, or one thing I've noticed is many families seem ashamed or, or very 
shy about bringing their physically yes. challenged yes. family members, whether they're children or adults, out into public. Now, I think in recent years, I've actually seen more of it happening, which is great. Right. But what would you say to families who who are feeling uncomfortable about bringing their their physically or mentally challenged um, family members out into public? What, because you've lived your life now know, helping know, people I, I know, mainstream. I, what do you say to those folks? The, you see, I, I lived in UK for many years. Yeah. There was an incident in a place called, in Switzerland called Interlaken. Where it was yeah, beautiful lake there. Yep. Beautiful there. I saw a kid got meltdown. And the, what the trees did was very good. They give ice cream, they give chocolate. They, you know, they, I, I like that. <laughs> the same thing happened in the shopping center in Singapore. And you know what happened? That was, the, that was one of the reasons why I want to go to the kitchen. Everybody take out their handphone. Mm. I think it doesn't make sense. The yeah. mother is always fully stressed and really... Then I told those guys, please don't do that. Yeah. Right. That they're they're making the it a spectacle, why, making them feel bad right. about it, right? Yeah. You know, in most yeah. most family is yeah. about kids. It's very tough where they go out, and then when the kids go funny, go meltdown. Yeah. Family, because I should know, I have so many of them in my mama's store in of the course. kitchen. Yeah. So that is one thing we must tell people: bring them out, let them come up. That's just what you do. Wow. So you see, oh, that's my so, manager. So he's got. He's, uh, so in dig- within Dignity Kitchen, there is also Dignity Farm, which is a small farm for folks with special needs. Sengchu, we have to wrap this up. So one final oh, question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. By all means, keep showing us the stalls. But the most important question for Singaporeans listening that I'm going to ask is, how is your food so good and so affordable? I mean, because it's really good stuff. You'll be surprised. Actually, in Singapore, after 60, nobody wants you, seriously. So all this you see are professional chef who's helping me to train. In uh, My trainers are Singapore Airlines girls. Oh. There's a sell-by day for people in 60. I'm 63, by the way. So, so I, got, I got all these people. But what people don't understand, the older they are, the better they are. And that's why yeah. I got them all. Yeah. But So I'm looking for... Uh, by the way, if you're helping me, I'm looking for young people now to take over this business. And I'm starting Dignity Kitchen London next. Right. So maybe you guys got any connection in London? There are not many Singapore enterprises who can scale up like that. Well, Singh so you I'm and I have London. spoke about this privately. You and I are going to set up Dignity Kitchen... London together. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm semi-serious about this. That's great. Uh, let's see if we can do that. In the no, meantime, no, no, we are going to do it for refugees and war veterans. That's brilliant. the idea. We'll brilliant. Do that too. All right, Sengju, yeah. just wrap it up. Thank Please give people much. your address. Where should they come to your Dignity Kitchen? 69 Boon King Road. It's a big warehouse. You can't miss it. It's a red bag warehouse. Yeah. Right. And I come I, with a family, have lunch here. We are open every day. All right? Beautiful. Anyway, thanks very much for the opportunity to share. And thank Take you. Kosang Chun, Executive Director, Dignity Kitchen and Boon Kang. Go and support this wonderful cause. Thanks for setting that up, Neil. That's my ma- By the way, that's my GM. Thank you. Bye bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.